It's God's plan for me, and I respect that. It's God's plan for me, and I believe that. It's God's plan for me, and I receive that. Guess what, dawg? You know you better believe that. It's God's plan for me, and I respect that. It's God's plan for me, and I believe that. It's God's plan for me, and I receive that. Fikes. Welcome to Fail Purpose. I'm your host, Jamel Dillon. If it's your first time tuning in, once I'm glad you chose to be part of the FDP gang. So I'm returning to the FDP gang family. I'm back with episode five, season two, episode five. So I want you guys to go ahead and tune back in with me this week as I kind of get some stuff off my chest, man. And uh, I was really uh, having a tough time with trying to understand um, what is it that I needed to deliver this week. Like uh, every week, I have this thought. And um, I'm going through this daily walk and I get to my scriptures and I'm like, man, like this is very powerful. Then I get to another scripture. I'm like, wow, man, this message needs to be heard. And so it's kind of like I get into these uh, stages of where I'm really, really digging in deep. And then it touches me in a certain way and I just have to pray about it. And I'm like, yo, I'm praying, God, I just need to get some understanding. And uh, I want to be able to get the understanding. So when I am. Uh, ready to deliver the message uh it makes sense you know what i'm saying so it's okay to ask for that and um that's just one thing that i've been asking for here lately so i pulled a few scriptures uh that i was going over uh during the weekend and uh in this weekend i just thought about um you know first of all we're talking about failures in the last uh, few episodes we've been talking about failures uh then we talked about trouble times uh we talked about you know uh god being in control of your life and then we we talked about um, we talked about being blessed, and we also just talked about having perfect peace. So uh, I found out some ways to kind of like fight that distraction, and fight the way that uh, we are feeling when it comes down to those distractions. And so uh, I will never forget, man, that in college my mom gave me this promise book, and uh, you guys can probably go and find that. But uh, there is a promise book, man. I can't remember the name of it right now, but I do know that. I would read it as much as possible. And so um, I opened it back up this weekend. And when I looked at it, and I was like, wow, all this stuff is happening right before our eyes, right? And if I would have just opened the Bible sooner, maybe uh, when I say sooner, I mean like 2011, or, you know, just when I had those crazy times growing up, basically, or, you know, when I was finding out who I really wanted to be within Christ, um, I, um, I really just. I had a lot of confusion. That's all I can say is that I had a lot of confusion and um, I've wrestled a lot with uh, temptation and things that um, basically we were talking about. And so anyways, the first, the very first one that I opened up to and I was like, you know what? I'm going to start off with that one because I feel like we kind of all struggle with this one. But it says when temptation threatens godly thoughts. OK, so Romans eight, um, verse five through six, it says those who are dominated by the sinful nature. Uh, think about sinful things, but those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death, but letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. So if you just look at that, when you have those sinful thoughts, you know, in sinful nature, um, those things right there are controlled, like, you know, by the world. Right. The world controls those thoughts and not the Holy Spirit. And so what I'm asking you guys to kind of think about when those temptations come up is to let the Holy Spirit move you. Right. Uh, think about a way to uh, 
I guess I could say deflect. Think about a way to get your mind set on something else that is positive, that, that you feel is from the Holy Spirit. I mean, it's pretty easy for you to say, oh, yeah, I feel like this is from the Holy Spirit. But in truly, you have to pray and go to him. And like I said, it's just a feeling of just knowing that the Holy Spirit has control over you. And so I just thought about that this weekend when uh, I told my wife we had we were having a wonderful weekend. It's great. Uh, it was very relaxing. And so it's kind of like, you know, there was a point to where um, I just didn't want to do anything. man. I'm not going to lie to you. I was just being just, you know, lazy pretty much. And uh, but we also needed to clean the house. And so there is a point where I decided that, you know, hey, we got to do we got to clean the house at all costs. Like. But, I mean, I know it's silly to you. Maybe silly to you thinking, like, okay, cleaning the house has nothing to do with this. But it actually does because uh, it puts me, like I said, into that sinful nature of, like, I do not want to do this. I'd rather just sit here and let these dishes pile up or, you know, something like that when I really could just be like, you know what, God, you're telling me to move. You're telling me to clean the house. I need to clean the house because if somebody wants to come over, trust me, you're not coming over my house when my house is not clean. But anyway, so... Uh, long story short, it's kind of like, um, but letting spirit control your mind and, you know, it leads to life and peace. So peace comes in my household as long as I have a clean household, right? So just had to make sure that, um, the household was clean and actually we did, we had to do, make sure we clean the house. But, um, then I went on to think about something else. And like I said, these things may be silly to you guys, but like I said, uh, it's the little things that, that God shows you that makes you kind of, you know, it helps you understand who you really are and who he really is and how much of control he is in, right, in your life. So when you give God control of your life, this is when Jeremiah, right here, uh, Jeremiah 17, and it says, verse 7 through 8, says, Blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by uh, the heat or worried by long months of drought. Uh, their leaves stay green and never stop producing fruit. All right, so that right there is where it kind of it struck me in a different way because I'm thinking about leaves when they stay green and they never stop producing fruit. So just because, you know, things aren't going your way, just because you feel like um, there is no trust in any situation that you're in, you're like, I can't trust this to happen because... I've been asking for something and you see it happen for somebody else. Hey, bro, that, I mean, you know, brothers and sisters, that's not for you at that time. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that it won't never happen, but I just want to let you know that, you know, God is controlling your life. So basically, you know, those who trust in the Lord have made the Lord, you know, their hope and confidence. You have to have confidence and, you know, you have to believe that God is going to do great things in your life. Right. And so uh, you got to stay planted and you got to make sure that you continue to, you know, of course, produce their fruit. Don't be bothered by things that you can't control because that's the whole point. Like, you really can't control them. I heard somebody say not too long ago that um, you have to do it yourself. Uh, yes, God can do it, but you have to do it yourself. Um, okay, I, I, I didn't totally disagree with that, and uh, I totally didn't agree with that. So it's kind of like I was thinking, is this person message really trying to tell me that... Um, God can't do it all or like I shouldn't because there was nothing in there that say anything about believing or there's there's nothing in there saying anything about having confidence in God. Right. It was saying that you can do it on your own or yes, God is in control, but you have to do it, too. Like you have to move, too. I mean, yes, you do. You you can't sit, you know, in one place and think that things are going to happen because they're not going to just happen just because you sit there. But 
there there is some kind of you know discrepancies in there because they do say peace be still so you do have to sit still in that storm just like when jesus was in the boat and and everything around him was going crazy and you know in the sea and, and, and everybody's like the disciples like oh, why aren't you doing like are you how are you gonna sleep right now like how are you sleeping right now when things around you are crazy right now you know and he just you know he controlled everything and let them know that look i am in control so that right there, you know, Jeremiah, like I said, they we never stop producing fruit, guys. Just because, you know, you don't see it right now doesn't mean that's not going to happen. You continue to work on your stuff. You continue to work on your goals, your dreams. You continue to work on the things that make you happy. But realize that God is really in control and on his time, he will, you know, he will give you those things. All right. So remember that. Now, may the Lord bless you. And this is like a few couple of verses that's, that comes out of here. And it says favorite verses in this book. And it says, may the Lord bless you. And then talk about Numbers chapter 6, verse 24 to 26. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. All right. And uh, that reminds me of the song, Lord bless. Let me stop playing. But anyways, look, y'all really want me to hit the vocals because I really will. But anyways, uh, perfect peace. Uh, Psalm chapter 4, verse 8. It says, in peace, I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, will keep me safe. The Lord will always protect you. There's no need for you to believe in anything else, man. Like The Lord protects you. He protected us so far. He'll protect us in every situation. He's always in uh, all of our situations. And uh, you may not feel as if he's there, but guess what? He is. Just want to let you know that he is. And like I said, just be in perfect peace, man. There's somebody that's trying to ruin you know, your vibes, trying to ruin how you're feeling right now. And you know, people really do that. Like they see that you're happy and they really try to make sure that, you know, they can do anything to discourage you. That's just the enemy. I don't know how many times I got to say that. You're going to hear me say that all the time. It's just the enemy. Don't let the enemy win, man. Let's, let's just not do that. And so uh, now I'm going to start talking about being distracted from your purpose. Okay. Because this right here is something that happens, you know, to a lot of us. And, uh, and for Psalm uh, 119, verse 37, uh, it says, Turn my eyes from worthless things and give me life through your word. I mean, plain and simple. You know what I mean? Like, don't be distracted because somebody else saying, Oh, man, it's taking you too long to get this business started. Oh, bro, it's taking you too long to get, uh, you know, your degree. Or it's taking you too long to, you know... Get this job, get that job, get this car, get that. Man, that's worldly things. Like I'm saying, it's taking you too long to do this and taking long to to do that. You you gotta let God control all that. Like I said, you keep producing that fruit, produce that fruit, do what you're supposed to be doing. Keep your head up. Don't let anybody tell you that you can't do anything, because that is one thing that my mom always told me growing up. Like, bro, you can do whatever you put your mind to, and I will. And like I me, mean, nothing's gonna stop me at all. Now, I mean, don't get me wrong. There was times where I was very frustrated, very frustrated with not knowing my purpose, very frustrated with not understanding that. Um, why can I be, you know, a professional basketball player? Why can I be a professional athlete, period? You know what I mean? Like, what can I do to change these circumstances? And I think I've, that's why I said 2011, because I, I go back into a time where I felt like I tried to control my purpose. And like I said, I wish I would have opened a Bible then. And it would have maybe, I can't even say maybe, it would have basically put a different perspective on the way that I thought, right? In the way that I perceived things. And, you know, 
I'm not a big guy to talk about the past, but I know you have to learn from your past, right? And so when you're trying to build up, you know, your confidence in, in God, you have to go and look back into your past. And then you realize that I was once in a spot where I had no clue who I was. I had no clue what my purpose would be. And still, God is still not done with you yet. And so you got to remember to tell yourself that and turn your eyes away from the worthless things. And, you know, that way um, you can get life through the word. And so, I mean, I just want to let you know right now, just don't be distracted. Whatever it is that's telling you to stop doing what you're doing right now, like as far as your goals and your dreams or whatever you're pursuing, if something is telling you to stop right now, I'm telling you right now, most of the time that is the enemy. Now, then again, it could be, you know, the other side saying, just not right now. This is not for you right now. That doesn't mean that God doesn't know your heart. He knows your heart. He knows what's on, you know, what's on his agenda. But we have to be able to follow his agenda. Right. So peep this. Now, we're going to talk about perseverance. Right. And many of us have been here before when we feel like giving up. And so, like, I just thought that this week I could really just talk about, like, not giving up. And I know somebody needs to hear that this week. I mean, as we get, you know, almost into spring break time for us teachers who are, you know, teaching in the Houston area, we, we pretty much have spring break uh, at the end of this week here. And um, I just know that um, I've been fighting, man. I've been fighting like like crazy to make sure that my students, my athletes are still getting the 110% me, right? And so... We're going to talk about perseverance because I feel like that um, no matter what you do in life, man, uh, perseverance is big. And it means a lot to those people who uh, who get a chance to see you, you know, on both sides. See you when you're happy. See you when you're sad. You know, see you when you're in that, that kind of mood where you're like, uh, you know, I don't know. Like, it's whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that... Um, some people are like, what that has to do with anything? You're going to see here in a little bit because in Ephesians 6, um, verse 13, it says, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Now, let me tell you a little something about that. When you feel like giving up, you have to always put that armor on. All right. Armor. When I say the armor. All right. You got to put that armor on. You got your you got your book. You got your Bible apps on your phones. You know, you got your YouTube channels, you know, you got this podcast. You you have everything you need to get yourself ready with the armor, right? And uh, so you'll be able to resist the enemy, man. The enemy will try to attack you in any kind of way. If you aren't protected in any part of your body, you, you know, you will give the evil one, they call him the evil one, you give him a chance to kind of seep in. You don't want him to seep in or have that sneaky attitude like, ha, 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 I got you. Like, I got you. I caught you thinking of these sinful things, right? Going back to what I was saying earlier, I got you thinking about it. So now I got you distracted as well. So you can't get to your purpose if you're distracted. You can't. And so a lot of the things that's been going on in the world lately are just big distractions. And so, like I said, once the battle is over, guys, you'll still be standing firm as long as you stand firm on that word, right? Man, just just follow your heart, right? And then, but it was saying right here, I'm just going to give you a little additional content here. It was saying that in Jeremiah 17, verse 9 through 10, it was saying that the human heart is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. Then it says, who really knows how bad it is? And then it goes on to say, but I, 
The Lord, search all hearts and examine secret motives. I give all people their due rewards according to what their actions deserve. What their actions deserve. So, your heart, the human heart, it can deceive. It can it can be deceiving, right? And it says deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. So you can have some wicked vibes into your heart, and you could be around, you know, some very wicked people. But what you have to do about that is you have to kind of go back and think about all the things that I just talked to you about today. Think about your perseverance. Think about your purpose. Think about being peaceful. Think about, um, you know, your blessings. Think about God being in control. Think about the temptation. I mean, just think about all of that into one thing. And your heart actually sees all sides of that. So with your heart seeing all sides of that, you got to realize that there are secret motives behind the people that you actually, you know, hang around. And also secret motives within your own heart. You can say, you know, up and down that you love someone, you love something, you love God. But he truly knows your heart. He knows everything about it. You're no secret to him. You see what I'm saying? So you can tell the worldly people all these things that you want to tell them. But what are you telling God? What, what are you telling him? What, what are you telling him that, you know, to get him to understand? Because he already knows you. But what are you getting, What are you telling him to to uh, make sure that he is also going to be feeding into what you deserve? Like feeding into your actions is what I'm trying to say. As you can see, I, I get caught up in my words on that on this right here because... I'm just thinking about it says I give all people their due rewards according to what their actions deserve. And we all think we deserve the best. And don't get me wrong. Like, there's nothing wrong with thinking that you deserve the best. Because, I mean, of course, I will, I will want the best, right? But who you think the best is? Don't worry, I'll wait. Who's the best? Exactly. God is the best, guys. And like I said, your heart, you put him in your heart. And he's at the center of your heart and all the deceitful things that you, you know, you think about and all the sinful things that you think about, erase that when you find him, right? When you have those sinful thoughts, you need to get down on your knees and pray and you say, God, please, you know, forgive me. God, please take these sinful thoughts away from me and ask him to remove those sinful things from your life. You know what I mean? So like I said, he, he's able to do that and that comes along with the rewards, right? So the rewards according to what your actions deserve is basically you can read the Bible, get into the Bible, change your life, change the way that you see things, change how you treat others, change how you support people, change how you see failure, change how you have your temptations, change how you think that you are in control, but you're really not change how you just overall become a better Christian. And like I said, what your actions deserve at that point is God will go ahead and step in and he will make sure that he is continuously growing you as a person and you continue to build a relationship. So when it's time for you to reach the pearly gates and it comes judgment day, then you already know exactly what it is that God is going to be doing for you. See what I'm saying? So that's why I said it back like maybe a couple of episodes ago, like God will tell you what it is out in the open. Like I said, it's, it's no secret. God's going to tell you out in the open. But honestly, uh, like I said, I pray about it and God just speaks through me. And so I just appreciate you guys for, you know, bearing with me on this. I just felt like, not that I had to vent, but I just felt like I had to get some things off my chest because I know that there is somebody out there right now who is struggling with the whole, um, why did this person get the blessing that I wanted? 
or why did this person get a chance to, you know, advance in their career and I'm still stuck here? You know, I, I, I know that, you know, that's just a human nature, man. And like, I just don't want you guys to get caught up and get discouraged because that's really not what's up. All right. So the discouragement is not what we want here. If it purpose, we want you guys to be very encouraged, very motivated. And we want you guys to be inspired to build that relationship, find Jesus Christ. And like I said, if you had a relationship before, we want you to fall back in love again. All right. So like I said, I, I really am grateful for you guys, man. And like I said, I hope that you guys continue to come back and continue to tune in. Uh, I hope this message helps someone today. And I hope that, you know, you can share this message with a friend or a family member. And, you know, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Uh, on any of the social media platforms for prayers, suggestions, uh, topics that you may want, you know, want to talk about, you want to hear. Look out for my IG stories. Look out for the IG lives. Um, look out for the collaborations, man. I mean, everything. You just uh, God's going to keep working on me. And I want to continue. I want to continue to have him keep working in you guys. All right. I, I appreciate the support, man. And uh, I just thank you guys for tuning in, FWP gang, for real. And like, I love you. God loves you. And that's Fikes. Peace. Hey, FWP. Peace.